0: Greetings Commanders, you are listening to a special episode of Lave Radio recorded live at the LaveCon 2014 event held at the Kettering Conference Centre on the 5th and 6th of July. A massive thank you to the volunteers who helped us make the event possible, the special guests that gave up their time to run rooms or present panels on the main stage, and finally the elite community who turned up en masse to make the event such a success. We hope you enjoy the show. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the Lave. development of the computer game Elite Dangerous. Uh, I'm your host, Second Technician Fozzy Forrester, and joining me, not in the orange beacon of broadcasting today, we are planetside at ooh, where are we? Lavecon. Lave <laughs> <laughs> And the crew are all here with me. To my right, I have Christopher Jarvis, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Alan Stroud, <laughs> and the delightful John Stabler. Hi. <laughs> now normally we start the show and we talk about what the guys have been up to uh, for the last week since we did the last show. but. I think it's quite obvious what we've been doing since the last show, we have been putting on LaveCon. So rather than do that, we're going to go slightly different and we're going to talk a little bit about our reflections since the last LaveCon 2013. So starting with Mr. Stroud, what's been your standout moment in the last year since we did the last LaveCon event?
1: In the interests of remaining popular, I will try to be brief. <laughs> <laughs> um, Things, things that have stood out, um, things that have stood out since we've, we did the last event. Um, well, the fact that the game came out, to be honest, there's not much more that you can say that stood out more than that. Um, and to see some of the things that you've know that you kind of imagined, to see some of the things that you've kind of had an idea on. Mistopolis Mining, oh, for me, that was fantastic. To see Mistopolis Mining in Alpha 1, Because I'd written a brief on the Mastopolis Mining Corporation and to go, yeah,
2: that's what it, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, That was pretty cool. Um, And generally, just the fact that we, you know, we've kind of built a bit of a, you know, not not us, I mean, we have built a bit of a a sort of a, a friend group, as it were, you know. These are all really, really nice people. Yeah, I am really surprised at we just shocked. how how wonderful <laughs> these people are. We have such a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful crowd of people who want to play this game and who are really appreciative and supportive <laughs> of stuff that is done for this game. And, you know, whether that's, that's books, whether that's everything else, whether that's, you know, just, just meeting up and having a chat, then they're really cool. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And, in fact, I was amazed at how many people that are actually went to Lavecon 2013, are oh, actually coming back for more? Absolutely. Um, we will, incidentally, and you know, let's make sure we do this today before some people have to go. We must make sure that we have more group photos. Absolutely. Okay? We have huge cameras here. Mm. I will get Liam, and we will make sure that there are photos done. Um, so, yeah, so please, please do make sure that when we set up for a group photograph later that we make sure that everyone, everyone is in the group Photoshop.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And... Uh, even though your publisher is with us today, you didn't mention the fact that since 2013 your book is actually being released.
1: Well, you know, I didn't think that was the biggest thing, you know? I'm that kind of guy. I'm just, just generous with this I'm this loving kind of the
2: stuff.
1: modesty. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not having
0: heckling from the crowd, especially not from you, Mr. Brooks. <laughs> uh, moving on to Mr. Stabler, what's it been your standout moment since we did the last Lavecon?
3: Um, Alan getting his book out Yay! <laughs> uh, I, I haven't had time to read it yet um, um, but as I said um, on uh, an episode that is still unedited uh, I'm waiting for the audio dramas because um, <laughs> there's more chance that I'll be able to consume that on, in, during my busy schedule um, but I've I got to agree, I think you know the game coming out kind of Last year, everything seemed so conceptual. You know, we were just talking about what could and could be and what might be. And you know, Michael Brooks was kind enough to come along. He was like the token frontier person. Yeah, I don't know. He was the only person that had nothing on that weekend. I I, I don't know. But you know, he turned up and he answered questions. um, And he didn't judge us, which I thought was important because. (laughs) um, And yeah, as as Alan said, it's, it's nice to see the same faces here because. Yeah, at the end of the, um, last year, it was easy to say to people, you know, you can. Oh, did you have a good time? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they had one eye on the door, so you weren't <laughs> no, no. sure whether that was their true <laughs> feelings or not. But they've they've come back, and more people have come along as well. So, as long as we can keep that up, then you know, that that's the highlight for me, I guess. There's another lavecon mm. Mr. Jarvis.
2: Yeah, um, it's hard to know what else to add, really. I mean, that's. It's just been. It's kind of hard to sum up the last year. You built um, a recording studio. Built a recording studio. Had a baby. Not me personally, but you know, <laughs> I was there. Um <laughs> Draw his pom poms. Yeah. Waved them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, and it has just been phenomenal. I mean, obviously, from my point of view, you know, it started out with this whole journey started out with me not knowing very much about Elite and coming on the podcast the person that didn't really know very much about Elite Dangerous. Um, and then obviously Escape Velocity and now doing the audio for the, the official books. Um, hard to imagine a year ago, really. But I think... No, and it is crazy. And it is crazy the number of people who've come back. I'm pleased to see that Graham Reeds has come back. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. 2014, which means that the... Um, uh, well, so the game of Buckaroo we played with him last yes. year obviously didn't upset if, him too much. If
1: anybody missed the game of Buckaroo from last year or any of the, <laughs> the photographs in the game of Buckaroo, I'm sure we can remind you at some point. And do look out for anybody late tonight who goes to sleep.
2: <laughs> yeah, They are fair game. For there them. is I'm a video of you on YouTube of I, Buckaroo.
1: I, I don't see any, any cushions here. I just see lots of chairs. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, and also, but also, I mean, in terms of the game, I mean, um, there's kind of a there's kind of a flip side of it. I mean, obviously, you know, closure is Michael, but on on the one hand, perhaps this time last year, you know, we were expecting to have the full game by now. But on the <laughs> 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 but, put your hat on, put your hat on now. <laughs> but on but on the flip side, I mean, in terms of, I mean, I said on the podcast that that hasn't gone out yet. Uh, the the thing that's nice about the the state that the alpha or beta or whatever it's called is in. It's just how complete it feels. I mean, the, the jump from Alpha 2 to what we've got now, which kind of feels like a full experience, is just incredible. And it's, and it's great to see it finally become a reality and be able to get my hands on it, even if I have limited time to play it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and certainly from, from my perspective, I think it's literally been, you know, in the same way that, uh, that LaveCon 2014 has grown to be something larger than 2013, the game itself, I mean, we all started off as Alpha backers and uh, we had a lot of fun, but we were quite a small community. What a difference it's made since we've gone to Premium Beta. You know, and what a difference it's going to make again when we go to Beta. Just the increased size of the community, and the fact that the enthusiasm and the passion for the game grows with the more people that get us exposed to it. Uh, I mean, just today, the people that haven't played the game before, you know, just seeing that look of um, you know, amazement when they're actually sort of docking in the Orbis the station and stuff. Well, crashing into the side of it, as I saw a few people doing. Uh, it's just phenomenal. It just sort of brings home you know, why it is that we're passionate about this game. You know? Obviously, it's got its history back in you know, the original game, but what they're doing, I think we're a little bit... We're, everybody's very excited in 2013, but we're apprehensive at the same time as to whether or not it was going to be you know, as good as we were, we were hoping. And I think all credit to the developers. It, you know, the way it's shaping up is absolutely phenomenal. So maybe a quick big round of applause for the developers as well. Yeah.
1: I, do, I do think it's worth, oh, hello. OK. I do think it's worth, um, this is Karen, incidentally. If anybody who doesn't know my, my other half, Karen, this is Karen. She's sat behind me now. I feel very intimidated. Um, <laughs> if um, I think it's worth pointing out at this stage that actually we have you know we've we've talked about obviously the strength and the power of the community in terms of you know attendance in terms of getting involved in stuff but I think it's also worth pointing out that we can kind of set the tone too mm. and I think that's something that's yet to be explored and it was something that was said at LaveCon two thousand and thirteen when we got to the Q and A s um, people you know a couple of people sort of piped up with saying you know but the thing is is that when I play this game I want to play with." You guys, I'm a bit worried about playing with other people. I've met all these people here today who I want to play the game with because they're really the kind of people I want to play the game with. Um, But I think that is something that we we kind of owe it a little bit, all of us, to kind of turn that around and take that back and go to anyone who's taken on the, the beta or coming into it new and going, this is kind of the way Elite is. This is the way... We kind of, you know, this is what we do. We waggle our wings when, uh, you know, uh, when we're meeting somebody and sort of talk to them or whatever else. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Open your car, scoop. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll shut up. Then.
2: <laughs> you say that, though. I mean, I was watching Karash's demo earlier, and I'm pretty sure the guy's a frag stealer.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll have no uh, no kill stealing here. No, you're absolutely right, Alan. The fact that, you know, the community has grown even from one con to another, but... Yeah, you know, the type of people that we're meeting, the type of enthusiasm, has remained exactly the same. So, uh, even though there was only what thirty of us at the original Lavecon, that we all wanted to play in the same universe together, uh, there's around about a hundred, hundred and fifty people here today, and I'm pretty confident. I'm happy to play with all of you, as long as you don't steal my kills. Oh,
1: okay. Double entendre. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I thought I was, I was the, you know, the lockout on that for earlier. Um, but um, yeah. If let's... anybody's playing innuendo bingo, there's your first. <laughs>
0: Okay, so uh, probably not a bad place to move on to the development news. Uh, we're going to try and stick to a reasonably uh, sort of normal show format-ish, uh, but the show is going to be quite uh, quite short because really, you know, what we want to do is we want to hear from the stars of today, which is going to be the developer Q&A sessions. And I'm sure we've got lots of questions about the direction and their vision for the game. So uh, we're going to do a normal live radio show as much as possible, and then we're going to get straight into the Q&A sessions with Michael and the team. So. Talking about development news, the Premium Beta 2.02 has been out since the last time we, um, we did a show. And first and foremost, a massive thank you to developers for doing the incremental downloads. The fact that my ISP is no longer telling me that I'm going over my download allowance every month is, uh, is absolutely superb. No more 2 gigabyte downloads. Um, and also the fact that we've had what two, two very quick updates in the time that the, uh, the Premium Beta has been out. Um, They were an absolute revelation with the uh, uh, incremental downloads and uh, even though I'm not going to look at Michael Brooks when I say this, there's been the the nerfing of gimbaled weapons (laughs) and the controversy that's been caused by that. And Michael right. was telling me earlier that he doesn't like the phrase nerfing. It's, it's ongoing balancing, not nerfing. It's like, <laughs> is, that, is
1: that a bit like your, your Elite Four introduction that we had last uh, year? Yeah, well,
0: um... Michael, if you ever wondered, when if you listen to the first ten episodes, we always said, you know, the next, next game in the franchise, Elite Four. Michael Brooks doesn't like it. Uh, that's a term. Elite Four is not a, a term he likes. So we had to stop that from the, uh, from the podcast as well. So uh, nerfing is now banned as well. So ongoing balancing of the gimbal <laughs> weapons in the game. Um, I think. What do you guys think of this? I mean, I love my gimbal weapons. I think for, a, I think it's because I'm an absolutely crap pilot when it comes to shooting. I, I loved them in uh, in alpha, and I loved them in the first beta.
1: You know my view, you really do, don't you? I hate gimbal weapons because I'm a really good shot. <laughs> yeah. No, I I I've kind of missed the fixed beams in in that. Um, you know, obviously, the fixed beams there was a there was a problem with them, and the fact that they're now fixed. I, I can't wait to have the time to get back onto my computer. It will be very nice. But, How about you, John? You've
3: um, Yeah, I've kind of gone down the dark path, like Alan, and I actually prefer to use fixed weapons now um, because they're just so much more powerful in the current build than the gimbaled weapons. But I'm glad that they kind of um, unnerfed them. And, and I do like the. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, the ongoing balancing <laughs> is is it's 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 really good. It's a lot better than what it was. So, um, but th- that's my thoughts on it. Is I prefer the fixed weapons because, and I, everybody has to learn to use the fixed weapons when they take out their their sidewinder for the first time. and They have got a pulse laser which has been loaned off some dodgy guy, and <laughs> you know you learn to use it. And I don't know. Uh, I feel sorry for people that are just out there trying to earn enough credit so they can go and get their first gimbaled weapon. Um, you know, I'd, I just wish people would try and stick a bit longer to the fixed weapons because it's just nice to see. But then again, I, I should say to people, why don't you use gimbaled weapons all the time? Because that means I can hide for you from you when I put my stealth on. And, and, and you find that's working now, do you? Um, I haven't tried it for a while because I've been flying in an anaconda, so I don't really care what people in sideburners do.
0: Yeah, well, there was, there was certain uh, rumors going around that, because uh, obviously the, the gimbal weapons have been uh, balanced and balanced and balanced again uh, very, very quickly. And there was a suggestion that the devs made it ridiculously extreme on the first iteration, which is where everybody threw their toys out of the cram. Uh, and then just so that it can sort of make it just slightly more balanced for the second one. And then people will say, oh, no, this is fantastic. This is
3: brilliant. Rather than just going there in the beginning. You mean like doing some kind of psychological experiment, like Facebook? Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> I'm sure no one here would fall for that.
0: <laughs> well, I for one, I'm very pleased with the way that the gimbal weapons now sit. So I know they're, they're not as powerful as they were, but I think you know, it's, a, it's a fine balance now between actually having the skill to fly and also being able to have a, you know, have a little bit of assistance. Um, what about the increased stability? Now, this is something that I certainly noticed um, you know, certainly coming out of um, you know, hyperspace and things like that, I've no longer got time to go and make a cup of tea <laughs> when I come to dock at stations. Right <laughs> things are happening now within sort of like 10, 15, 15- 20 seconds, as opposed to the two, three, four minutes that it took me to boil a couple.
1: But but wasn't that beautifully retro? You know, you were going back to the days of pressing play on your tape recorder and you know and, and going off. And now it's you know it just feels really modern. Maybe we've lost something there. I don't, I don't know. Maybe 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 it should go back
2: because you
1: know. Well, what about you guys, have
0: you noticed any other sort of increase in stability? John, I'm looking at you really because I know these guys haven't had much time to play
3: it. Yeah, well, I did find a couple of nights, good nights, and the stability was great. Um, and as you said, you know, the game's no longer sponsored by Tetley, so um, yeah, it's it's just great. It's it's almost seamless now. You know, you still get a couple of uh, you know longer exits sometimes, but um, you know, it's definitely going in the right direction.
2: I think to be honest, even the even the amount I've played, I've seen a certain amount of that. Um, it has become more and more stable, and I found myself just having to use Task Manager to kill it, much less. Um, and yeah, no, it's great, but I think, yeah, no, but that's true. I mean, we saw even on Koresh's stream this morning, I mean, some of those Super Cruise exits are still obviously waiting for something to happen, but I think it is, I think the, 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 the rate at which it's progressing and getting better, I think it's gonna be very slick very soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, trying not to look at the developers who we're talking about. <laughs> Speaking about notes, maybe that's a great way of sort of uh, segueing into uh, the newsletter. And this week's newsletter, I think, was one of the juiciest ones we've had for quite some time. Um, Let's start off and talk about the the grouping options. The newsletter was mainly talking about beta, so this isn't something that's coming out this week. But the team are getting ready for the big beta launch and some of the things (laughs) that are going to actually be incorporated within that. And starting us off on the grouping options Going back to what you just said, Alan, about the fact that you only want to play with the hundred or so people that have come to Lakeon 2014. Well, now you're going to be able to. You can now set up friends lists and associate with those sort of groups. Or, and there are a few of you out there who I know are very anti-social, you can actually go and do what was promised at development and play a single player? Version of Elite Dangerous? I mean, that just sounds (laughs) sacrilegious to me. It really does. (laughs) What do you guys reckon? Is this, uh, is this something we should be looking forward to? I
2: it'll be interesting to see how it works in practice. I mean, it's obviously something we've talked about from quite early on. Because you know, one of the first things to sort of come up that we were talking about um, on the podcast, and I think to actually see it appear in reality and have a chance to actually play with it, um, I think it'll be a difficult one to call because I think a lot of the concerns about sort of antisocial behaviour you know on the one hand you almost need the kind of density of population of a full gaming release to kind of see those problems i think realistically I know, I know we've got a lot of new people coming in and i have seen threads on the forum of people complaining about vaguely being targeted once maybe um but i think by the npcs yeah but i think i yeah but i think Well, you know, once the game is out there and and, and anybody kind of comes along and plays it, I think that's when you'll get more of an idea of where the common denominator is and whether you need a restricted friends list. I think at the moment, actually, the all group is probably still going to be, I think, fairly friendly and not too bad. Yeah, Yeah.
0: absolutely.
1: The moment I can get rid of Conrad Fry, the better. (laughs) Um, I was going to say that I think, you know, I don't necessarily... um, The restriction of, of not having people around who may be of a particular persuasion in terms of their play. It's not necessarily, to, to be honest, I quite like, I mean, I've said it before, I like losing um, <laughs> and I like people besting me. You know, if somebody is, is, is a better pilot than I am, then that's great. Um, so I, you know, I like the sort of the thrill of of whether that's a win or it's a, a, a loss. Um, I do like the idea of there being more things that you can do during that that sort of experience as it were um, so I kind of see the, the grouping as um, it's a little bit of a shame in a sense not necessarily in terms of its design but just a bit of a shame in a sense in that you know some things will be about ignoring people and I'm not necessarily a, you know a person who's probably going to do that to start with at the same time the, the, the sort of positive benefit is that you know if you genuinely want to sort of add a role-playing element to what's there, and you want to all be in the LAVE system, and you want to kind of all sort of play through the way in which, you know I don't know, stuff goes on in the LAVE system or stuff goes on in the DAOHAN system or, or something like that, and you want to kind of observe the same protocols that you've read about or something else, then I think that's cool. And if, if people, if you've got 32 people in an instance who kind of signed up to it, that's, that's just going to be good fun. So I kind of see that as positive. Rather than about ignoring people, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and it will maybe
0: take some of the guesswork out of uh, what we're doing at the moment, which is uh, talking to each other on TeamSpeak and saying, what server are you logged into? Yeah. yeah Hold yeah, on, yeah. let me just control up, delete, and I'll try and get back yeah. onto that one. <laughs> um, so that's that's fantastic. And talking about you know, whether or not we want to mix with certain people, talking about you know whether or not we've been griefed by certain people probably leads us into uh, one of the other topics that was in the newsletter, and that's the one of crime and punishment, and the fact that com-beta they will actually be an improved uh, an improved version of the crime punishment scheme so there will be consequences to your actions um, obviously uh, if you're out in deep space then you know you take your chances but as uh, Michael Brooks said to me earlier
1: on if you're near a space station the space station can take you out with ridiculously big lasers It'll be be good to see I mean you know Be quite a nice experience in itself.
0: (laughs) Being taken out with really big Well, you wanna
1: you wanna kinda see it's like a you know it's like being a spaceship and the Death Star turns up and you're kinda going, Oh yeah, that thing's got for me. That thing's got for me. Can I get away? Can I No. <laughs> Arva, amazing! I got killed by a Death Star. You know, that's quite you know, it's quite. but cool.
3: well, if, if you think about it, I mean, there was there was no reason within Star Wars to take out Alderaan apart from to show off the power of the Death Star,
0: and that's not a good enough reason. Well, was just backing up Cushing had
1: to kill a planet.
0: Yes, yeah, and
3: he was really good at it. Um, I think he should have done more planets, um, but but that's the point is that you know you want to see that kind of power yeah. being used. But I, I'm actually um, I'm looking. Part of me is looking forward to this, um, you know, new kind of take on criminality because obviously it'll make a lot of other people happier, and you know I, I like to see other happy players, even if it is just before I blast them with my beam laser. But I don't know. So part of me thinks that if um, if it's going to be so easy to attract, you know, a bounty all the time, then what happens in the situation where someone comes and you know kills you? Um, the, the natural tendency is to go and find them and, and get revenge, but by doing that, you're going to get a bounty yourself. So I don't know. Does it Got take... to play the system, haven't you? Does Got it... to find a way to make them shoot first. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just like Han. Um, can I, while we're on this section, can I pick something up? Yeah, by all means. Okay. Oh, that bit there. The Viper Mark II, Michael. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: I, I believe i believe i believe about six months or so ago you mentioned that it was the viper mark three yeah okay just 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 if you know um just for for folks here i believe the new one is the viper mark three is that right yay excellent okay, these things, so you all have a, a these know. things happen
2: on email the odd the odd letter drops off um. i
1: i am i am happy this is fine <laughs> Anything else you want to be no no no, about no, there? No, no, <laughs> no 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 know we can we can talk Labian tree grubs if you like but, you know that's, that's that's I thought it was quite nice actually it was a nice touch
3: and later to... on Alan will be placing Michael Brooks in the stocks so if you want to throw vegetables
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mr Brooks has bought a very spa- uh, a very splendid.
3: Uh, what would you call that? Helmet, Foz. He's got a fantastic <laughs> helmet.
0: Um, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> a very splendid reconstructed um, metal. He's still not going to say it. Yeah. Headgear. <laughs> Hat. <laughs> Which I'm sure will be on Instagram before the end of the day. So if you're listening to this podcast now, go and check out Michael Brooks' Instagram special hat, and I'm sure you'll find (laughs) them. No, sorry, special helmet. Michael Brooks, special helmet.
2: Really? (laughs) Just go on Google and type in I want to see a shiny helmet (laughs) How dare you Um.
3: The the thing is it looks like a high maintenance piece of headgear He's going to spend a lot of time polishing his helmet (laughs) We we should explain
1: at this point, unfortunately you do get an edited version usually and today you're not Um, We will try and keep it brief
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm moving on Oh, maybe we shouldn't be speaking, but let's talk about uh, speaking to each other in game. The other thing that came out uh, as uh, an eye opener for the uh, for the beta, and that is of hailing frequencies. And hailing frequencies being well and truly open. Uh, most of us have uh, been uh, yeah. making a wonderful <laughs> pastime of logging into Teamspeak whilst we play the um, whilst we play the beta. But now it's going to be possible to do it in game. So. You can either send a text to anybody in game, um, or if you're in the same system, you can actually do voice comms. You guys excited about voice comms? Yes.
1: Why? Um, do you, Do you want to go first?
2: Yeah. No. I just think that the I think, I think the way that the voice comms has been implemented, with it being a system wide thing, I think actually in terms of immersion, it kind of it, it adds a level whereby you can't you can't just talk to people out of the system you have to message them differently now whether whether in practice people will end up falling back on things like team speak because they're frustrated that they can't talk to each other when they're not in the same system or not but but I personally think I I think it's a nice I think it's a nice factor I'm looking forward to some of the stuff they were talking about in terms of having um, group broadcasts if you're kind of flying in a wing I think that could be really effective Um, and yeah I just think it's going to be a nice nice addition and I think the restrictions add to it rather than taking away
1: yeah, I completely agree. And for me, it's the immersion principle in that um, I will give you an example. Yes, Commander B to backer, 1523. Now I have circled round behind you and targeted your engines and destroyed them. I will circle back. And on my next pass, I will take away your weapons. And then I will take away your shields. And then I will take away the rest of your hull and deprive you of your life. I want to be able to do that in game. <laughs> Because then it's it's kind of cool, you know. I mean, at the Ooh, end of the I was day, going for kind of creepy, actually. Well, yeah, yeah, but, you know, if you if you were killed by somebody who was on comms, giving you a whole serenade through the whole thing, or even if you were shooting down somebody who was going, "Oi, governor, please don't kill us," you know, it would be you'd come away at the end of the night going. I just, I just, I was in this game with some, some weird guy, or, you know, it, but it'd be, it'd be memorable, you know? <laughs> and I, I kind of see that, and I kind of like that, and I think that the system wide thing particularly with the fact that obviously, you know, it won't necessarily be you know, be anybody in the system, as it were. I think that kind of gives you that, you know, so it's, it's kind of close up, sort of. Um, yes, you know, Merrily, will you give me some cargo or I will shoot you, So You know, that's a,
2: that's a proper pirate, isn't it, you know? So when he creeps up in stealth mode and says, first, I'm going to take your shields. <laughs> and then I'm going to have you. <laughs> From behind. No, that's good.
1: <laughs>
3: The, the, the sad thing is, I was hoping that by the year 3300, all Cockneys would have been removed from the universe. <laughs> um, sorry to any Cockneys in here, by the way. I, I really didn't think that one through. Says the Welshman. Yeah. Um, the only thing I was going to say is, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be on the other side of the coin. Um, I'm looking forward to voice comms, obviously, you know, in, the term, in terms of things like LaveCon and all these great people playing. But when the game goes live and if anybody's played online games before, you know, <laughs> the uh, annoying 13 year old kid, the, the people who decide to turn up their music so that everybody in, in the game can hear it and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. That's the, that's the one thing I'm concerned about.
0: Actually, it could be quite fun. I mean, we actually had a, an interesting character turned up on the, the Lave Radio Team Speak channel uh, three nights ago. Oh, yeah. Who started throwing uh, abuse at everyone left, right and centre. <laughs> And, uh, yes, just the way that the, the more mature guys in the, um, in the channel dealt with him, I thought was uh, very interesting.
3: Well, I had a great experience of the other night. I was waiting for you guys so we could discuss some Lavecon stuff. And I was talking to this fantastic guy, uh, Nicole, he was from Germany. He seemed like a lovely guy, but there were, were distinct noises of a woman struggling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I really hope that no crime was committed and his telly was just turned up really loud, he's watching a film or something, because I would really hate to think that I hadn't acted upon that. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think probably it's a, a good point to say there that you can reject incoming hails as well if they're from 13-year-old
3: Cockneys. Well, how are you going to know? Oh, oh, his name's going to have, you know, Big Penis UK or something like that in it.
0: Well, no, but if someone Don't starts... Don't block my account! <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you listen to the first 10 seconds and it's all, I'm coming up behind you, I'm going to take your shields down, you just
3: cut them off. <laughs> A well, I know. Bugger, I'm not listening to you. Yeah, I, I know a good few people that pay money to <laughs> to actually hear that kind is of stuff.
2: Is it not worse knowing that they might be saying stuff and you can't hear it? Or that would freak you out even more.
1: I, I, at this point, can I suggest we, we should probably run a competition for best recorded briefing. Um, I think that all best recorded pirate. I think that would be that would be quite good, um, and we you know will happily. Uh, uh, you know, sort of put some of those up on the show, I think it would be very good. We can add them to adverts.
0: Fantastic.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and finally for the newsletter, John, do you
0: want to take us through the, the Galnet news transmission?
3: I can't see it. It's in front of Alan.
0: Alan, would you like to take us through the Galnet news would you transmission? Would you like me to read
3: it? Would that make it easy? Just give us an example
0: oh, of exactly yeah, what it covers. Um,
1: okay, so I'm going to have to read Your favorite it. Your favourite bit, Alan. Uh, my favourite bit, okay. Um, that... Uh, well, booming ship sales. In that uh, Falcon Delacy's best-selling Cobra Mark III holds on to its top spot with 35% of the market share, um, and uh, that Zorgon Peterson's obviously mentioned, and so on and so forth. I mean, you know, we, we've got some we've got some fiction in here, and and obviously it relates to to stuff that's in game, and hopefully this is kind of setting the tone. I mean, Michael will know whether it is or not, so we can ask him later. But it it suggests that this is sort of setting the tone for um, the kind of in-game reportage that we can expect to see, and I'm, I'm kind of hoping that the newsletter could even do more of this kind of stuff, so that we start getting a little bit like we're, we're, we're part of a story, as it were. And I think that's really important, um, because all of us want to find ways, whether it's through the newsletter or whether it's through something else, we want to find ways to be more immersed in, in the game that we're choosing to play. And this kind of gives us a nice clue in, and I really like that. and you know, anything that, that sort of gives you that sort of affectation towards what's there, I think, is, is positive and really good. It, so it, it kind of doesn't matter too much in terms of what the content is, just the fact that it starts, <laughs> you know, that sort of tone. And I think yeah. that's really good. And um, we should, at this stage, we should make a, a bit of a shout out for, the, um, for the, uh, uh, the fan base creation that does the same thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. Go for it. The, um, I don't know if anybody has seen, I'm, I'm, my mind is, is, is sort of escaping me as to where it is, if anybody's seen the, the fan news uh, setup that's been done on, uh, on a blog by one of the users is absolutely fantastic and he's, you know, he just collates all these articles, comes up with all these ideas, you know, pulls in stuff from lots of different people, putting stuff together and, you know, has had features, I know he's, he's interviewed Karash, he's interviewed a few other individuals, not interviewed any of us. <laughs> yeah. the famous people that's yeah fine. yeah we're, we're obviously not important anymore
2: <laughs> can i be slightly cynical for a moment though because it says that the the cobra has a 35 percent market share aren't there only three ships you can buy <laughs> <laughs> i think
3: you should play the game a bit more often
2: Maybe have i missed out on something yeah, i a... was thinking because 35 percent of three available commodities is, is not it's not a commanding market lead
0: Cobra, eagle,
2: anaconda. Oh, you buy the eagle. Laycon. Oh, okay, I oh, really? Oh, okay, really. I do need to you try and earn some. in for a while. No, it's, it's not that. I've, I've honestly struggled to make any money <laughs> in the <other>. app. <laughs> it's a poor excuse. It really is. No, but I think the nice. I mean, I was having a quick chat with Michael beforehand, and and I think one of the things that's nice is it gives an idea of the kind of thing that you might see in game if they manage to achieve this yeah. aim of sort of procedurally generated news feeds. Um, I mean, talking with Michael, you know, he said that one of the, the problems is how you do that in multiple languages because yeah. mm. everything's constructed differently. But I mean, this sort of thing, as Alan says, it's very immersive. And if you, know, and if you can find a way of, of generating this kind of content on the fly, then actually, you know, you've got, effectively, you know, you've got in-game newspapers and in-game articles and all kinds of media stuff which is but, cool
1: but it also i mean it sets the tone for the rest of us i think there is an out of game sort of premise here as well because actually a frontier take the lead here in terms of the way in which news is generated we as the players um outside of the game in you know whatever website is set up or anything else we can use the same system not yeah, not probably. the same yeah, procedural generation but we can look at the tone and we can kind of go actually this is the kind of thing that we want to you know to sort of see more of and that that you know, I, I've said in the past, I'm not a fan of some of the, the sort of external APIs when, um, when effectively they draw people away from gameplay. This, if you, if you make a wiki and you make a wiki that's, that's got lots of information about stuff in the game of Elite Dangerous, if you write it like that, it's awesome. Yeah, or as commander's log or whatever else, not in the euphemistic double <laughs> <laughs> entendre way. Um, and then anyway. bonus, Please. in
2: bonus, your next book, cut and paste.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'll, I'll ask Michael for a copy of the database if <laughs> so I need to do anything. That'd be fine.
0: Although I have to, I have to be a little bit concerned about my not my work. efficiency, should seem particularly brilliant to start with, but if I had a wiki set up with that, what's going on in game, just scrolling away, and you see there's a massive boom on stock somewhere, or there's a big, you know, milk run to be had, then what's stopping me from putting my actual work down and logging back into Elite Dangerous and trying to capitalise on it? I think it's a very dangerous precedent to That would be awesome. <laughs> There'd be a lot of unemployed people. There would be a lot of unemployed people absolutely. Okay, well, I mean speaking about localizations there it's going to be interesting to see how frontier development go on that because obviously you know it's a massive fan base hmm. but we did see in the newsletter that the German localization is done. So anybody know how to say hello
3: in German? <laughs> Hallo. <laughs> Guten Tag.
0: <laughs> ah. <laughs> Excellent. So good and for all the German people. So like did I you just know, say Germans.
3: hello in a German accent? <laughs> <laughs> should, should we ask him how to say hello in Welsh? Well, no, <laughs> I, 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 the typical Englishman would have also shouted it.
1: <laughs> Speak slowly. Hello. is.
0: Ah, you asked. Yeah, just... Uh, this is why we edit the podcast. Moving on. <laughs> Let's leave the development news and go straight into the, uh, the community seeing as we have got what? such a...
2: What? What? Hey, what? what? Hey, did we miss decals? <gasps>
0: no, no, no. We're going to go back up and back. Okay. Uh, moving on to the last section of the newsletter, one of the ones that I was really excited about, actually. Uh,
1: <laughs> he asked me to get the image up on screen and then shoot it straight on to something else. It uh, just goes to show how good my show notes are. We'll edit yeah. that bit out. <laughs> The, uh, the ship to cows uh,
0: in the newsletter, uh, a plethora of different options. And these are the things that uh, you know, are going to be available hopefully at some point through uh, the microtransactions uh, to help you, uh, you know, customize your ship and make it more individual. I mean, Looking at the examples you've got there, I do wonder where they've managed to pull some of the, uh, some <laughs> of the designs from. I'm hoping it's not from you know, David Braben's personal wardrobe. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine a few of those trousers? <laughs> <laughs> it's the woolly sweaters I was looking at.
0: <laughs> but yeah, guys, what do you think about this? Doing, uh, personally, I think it looks absolutely phenomenal. And I think the, the level of individuality you're going to be able to get in the game it can only help with the immersion. But there's uh, some phenomenal examples up there. Uh, personal favorites. I like the uh, uh, the wireframe one on the bottom left-hand corner to take it back. and. Make it into the original Elite. Um,
3: John, did you name a few of these? Uh, yeah, I, was, I was getting around to it, yeah. I, well, first of all, I'm actually disappointed. There's no British racing green, uh, which I... Yes, thank you. Yes. Um, and also, with all that, how are you going to know which tea cut to buy? <laughs> Uh, no, actually, I like him. Uh, I, I get the feeling everyone is going to be flying around in a retro vector graphics. Um, but I love um, what I call Team America. Um, basically, you're saying hi. Can you shoot me? If, if you draped in the American flag, um, the Jerry Halliwell. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and, a, and a great hat tip to the cow as well, I, th- I thought that was one of my favorites
1: yeah that 's obviously for grant wasn 't it
3: yeah so um, well then but um, but i 'll probably think of some more names um, oh you 've got oh no I, it's so no i 'm not going to do racist jokes, even if they are about the French, so we'll carry on <laughs> I
0: was just uh, I was speaking to uh, to Mike Evans earlier about uh, the Obviously, the wireframe one. The plan for that, or the hope for that, is that that's going to light up Tron style. Oh!
2: Hey, Challenge. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is it going to leave like a like a, a trail behind it through nice. space for people to crash into? It's an eagle, not a light cycle.
2: Nah, that'd still be awesome.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's going to be absolutely great. So, obviously, when it comes to uh, the microtransactions, it was one of the things that the the community got very passionate about, um, and I think. I mean, Frontier will tell us, but I think the decision has been made to go for things like customizations and things like customizations within cockpits as well, it was the only sort of the safe way of getting you know, getting revenue into the game, but without you know, either really peeing off the community or you know, risking breaking any sort of balance or any nerfing going on. Um, so yeah, no, so that's fantastic, hopefully we'll see some more of those uh, come out in weeks to come. So I think that wraps it up for the development side. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. great. Uh, And move straight on to the community. Now, the community section, since you're all here, is going to be uh, relatively brief. Although, (laughs) okay, so uh, obviously, for. He's got to. (laughs) Well, usually we stop the corner.
1: Sorry. You know, he's on mute. This is what you normally do when I start doing the community corner. Is this why (laughs) you never have
0: anything to say?
1: (laughs) He's on mute. You know, how do you know he's walking out?
0: Oh, by that rationale, you might as well go and medicate your cat. Yeah, at this point, yeah. <laughs> this is usually about where I go and medicate a cat. Actually, I've sent John to oh, medicate a me. cat. That's what it was all about. <laughs> okay, so I'm sure most of you are aware, but uh, on the 16th of August up in Hull, there is another elite-centered event going on. That is fantastic on. And uh, Dan Grubb, is he in the room?
1: right He was, we'll briefly. He's, oh, he's, he's, at the bar. Go, he's at the bar. He can't hear us because he's, he's embroiled in a conversation with trying to look intelligent with John. two two men in flight suits talking.
2: (laughs) I think
0: the fact that uh, that Dan, who's organizing this, has come dressed as Commander Dan in his uh, full cosplay outfit gives you some idea of what sort of dedication the guy's got to the elite community. So uh, get yourselves along to Fantasticon, come 16th of August. It's going to be an amazing event. Last I heard there was going to be a Dalek there. Yeah, uh, excellent. Mm. Uh, A great opportunity to meet the authors of the the fiction and obviously go around some elite-centric events, and hopefully, seeing as it's the 16th of August, not to oversell it, but they might have some DK2s, so the next version of the Oculus Rift might be on show as well, if people get theirs delivered in time. (laughs) So, fantastic on, 16th of August up in Hull, make sure
2: you get along to it. And now, going on to... Uh, 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 Are they doing green shout-outs? Um, so do look out for the uh, the, the Nintendo Street Pass guys uh, they're in a room down the corridor uh, if you happen to be a 3DS owner go down there do some Street Pass play some games I think they're doing Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. tournaments later um, but for those people listening to the podcast uh, yeah do if, if you are a 3DS gamer uh, have a look on Facebook for the StreetPass UK groups. There's bound to be one in your area, and they are pretty good financially.
1: And what's nice, certainly in here, in relation to going down to the StreetPass area into to the board games lounge, is that it's a bit cooler on that <laughs> side of the uh, conference centre. doesn't quite have the same output of heat that the massive amount of computers over there does.
2: <laughs> and it's not every day you get to say that you're going somewhere gaming to be cooler. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we do have a slight issue in the one room that we really didn't want to have an aircon issue with, and that is the LAN room. So the doors are open, but uh, it is a little bit toasty in the sorts, a uh, LAN room. Uh, do moment. make sure
1: you packed your deodorant.
0: <laughs> we'll need it. Actually, what is it that we always used to say? said? Uh, take a break, open the window. Yeah. For those people that were getting a little bit too, uh, you know, they knew their target audience, the smelly gamer. Um, LAUGHTER
1: we include, we include ourselves. We include ourselves, we include ourselves, ourselves it, yeah. in this. We are quite happy to take the. Yeah.
0: It was one step on from take a shower. You obviously need it. Too much wee
1: tennis going on.
0: This is the
2: first day this week I've shaved.
1: Is this suddenly turned into a confessional? <laughs> Just I, saying. I, 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 I wasn't here for a confessional,
0: I'm <laughs> I didn't look in for. I
2: couldn't
0: even say that on a normal recorded episode, <laughs> let
1: alone a live episode. I oh. meant my face. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you know that joke really wouldn't have worked if you hadn't waited quite so long <laughs> and i don't mean for the shame
0: can we possibly get back on track Excellent. we're quite happy to yeah uh, quick show of hands easiest way of doing it has anybody got any questions for the the lay radio guys
1: fantastic That's <laughs> Well, you know, I'm on, I'm on a writer's Q&A later, so of course they've got no questions for me then either, so that'll be great.
2: Ah, <laughs> well, oh, Darren. We're always well on Darren.
1: <laughs> okay, decals. I, I heard what he said. Decals something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do we think that decals on the ships are going to affect gameplay in terms of are people going to be targeted more on them, or are they going to be harder to see, like the, you know, the ones that are, for example, black on the black background of space?
1: Um, I think so. Yeah, I think I think they will blatantly affect gameplay because yeah. you know John's already mentioned that uh, certain certain animosities might be exercised in relation to particular decals. Um, you know, I think it's going to happen. I mean, you know, you can't really sort of deny that in terms of what's there. Mm. And yeah, black is you know it'll work in certain systems, won't work against other things, there will it?
2: But also strategically, I mean, if your if your way of if your method of piracy is to kind of hide around in in asteroid fields. If you can get yourself a ship decal that looks similar to the texture that they use for the asteroids, you're effectively going to be able to blend in and
1: what you're thinking, sort of chameleon skin? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that should be a really big micro transaction, chameleon profile.
2: Absolutely. I mean, he's I mean, gone. Yeah. he's
1: gone. We're, this is gold. This is this gold. This is development gold. gold, and he's gone.
2: But I mean, you've got the somebody.
1: Somebody when, when we get Frontier out here for their Q and A, somebody mentioned that. Is there going to be a chameleon <laughs> profile skin? And we'll all laugh because we all know that we've decided. Well, to. well they've, got, a they've got they've got army is, is,
2: camo is, for those places not... where you come across trees and bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the, the the chameleon skin though is
0: that not all we had on the space stations for many, many iterations of Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> or for those those
1: those those extra battleships that weren't, you know, weren't there and then were there. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> just left their engines.
0: Uh, good question. Anybody else got a question? Excellent. Excellent. Well, folks, thank you very much for being a, a brilliant audience. That's it from the Live radio crew. What we're going to do is we're going to try and round up some developers and get a Q&A going on here in probably about... 15 or 20 minutes, but for now, thank you very much.
2: Need a safe word.
1: two seconds I'll be right